Good rising, good afternoon, and hello to all of our lovely listeners. We are the ladies of the 1010 podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Wyona, and I'm here with Tatiana and Ori. Hey, everyone. Hi, everyone. And today we want to cover a topic that I'm sure a lot of people go through. Um, It's about hostile work environments and Mm -hmm. what makes a work environment hostile for some people. Um, I know that I definitely have experienced this many years ago. Um, I've been like sometimes the only black woman and like the entire like place and that definitely makes it really tough because um I faced a lot of like microaggressions I would say like making me feel some type of way because of the way I look and stuff like that I mean I have dreadlocks in my head but I've had them for only about three years but before that I was like completely natural so I'd be trying different styles and sometimes I thought that I'd be like judged for the way I look because it's not like the corporate look I would say and my hair could never do all that kind of stuff so that definitely made me feel like I was an outsider Mm. yeah um it's making me think of even for myself like my hair for most of my professional life was uh straight so it was blow dried a lot of the time um and i w- and then i trend- then i went from that to like my big curly natural hair now um but i remember that that, w- that was a bit of a transition and i was a little worried about how that was going to be perceived in the workplace i guess i've had good luck in the sense that no one um has has like made it an issue i mean it's not an issue so someone inventing an issue right mm-hmm. um yeah and then i also have a nose ring and i had like a hoop for years and no one ever said anything about that um so fortunately but but yeah hostile work environments is giving me a lot to think about or what about you <laughs> well i don't know about you know um styles you know i don't know if that really um, makes me feel a certain way because in Nigeria, you know, we make our hair like every two weeks and, you know, I'm used to, you know, people changing their hairstyles you know, mm. every now and then. So um, it's, it's normal for, for, you know, for me to wear something for maybe a month and then change it again. Um, but for me, the way I see hostile um, work environment is just maybe, is different in Nigeria, where I'm from originally, and in America. I feel like in America, um, because I'm a black woman, I'm perceived in a certain way, you know, that, oh, maybe she's not smart, you know, or will she be able to do this? Will she be able to, you know, pull that? Um, and also, so for me, I feel like I have to, you know, really do more to at least prove a point that I can do it. And um, previously in Nigeria, I've worked with supervisors that are, you know, very mean and would outrightly let you know that I don't like you. You know, they don't hide it. In America, you know, it's kind of subtle. But in Nigeria, if your boss or your coworker doesn't like you, you know, he will say to you straight up and act it and, you know, will do everything to probably get you out of the workplace or, you know, it's really, um, there's no pretense. But in mm-hmm. America, I feel like, you know, people still, you know, still kind of pretend that um, I'm, I can work with you 
I respect you, but you <laughs> there's a way you still sense it. So I, I still sense it somehow if I feel like, oh, this person is acting in a certain way, you know. I, well, for me, I just pull, pull, pull back a little bit, you know. Even when I sense it, I don't give it a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I just, I just move on, you know, I, I notice it that, oh, this person is, you know, behaving in a certain way, but I just ignore and, you know, move on. But, but can you respect someone and work with them at the same time? Can I respect someone? And work with them at the same time? Like, or yeah. sorry, let me, let me rephrase that actually. Can you like feign respect for someone who you don't really respect and work, work with them? I yeah. tell you, Tatiana, is really hard. You know, it's really hard, but America has taught me that. You know, it's really hard, but you, you have to do it anyway. Because mm. I remember when I was doing my, um, my master's program, I had to just, you know, work with people that, you know, I didn't think they respected me or that I didn't like, but I still had to do, you know, what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I, I, I do it. I've done it and I'm learning to still continue to do it in America. What about you, Iona? Yeah, I definitely feel this. It's a working progress. Um, it definitely is hard working with like someone who maybe don't respect them fully, but you kind of have to act like you do. That can definitely make the work environment like hard to work in, but you just, I, I try to tell myself, like, at the end of the day, it's just like a job. So you just come in and get your stuff done and then that's it. Like, you don't have to worry about anything else that happens mm-hmm. um, like in between in terms of, like, other people and stuff. Like, I've noticed different behaviors, especially in the past, where you might see people who aren't that nice or people who treat you some type of way or maybe, like, clicks that happen in the workplace. And, um, like, when I, whenever I ever saw stuff like that, I would just, like, you know, just take it for what it is and try not to give it too much thought, like Ori said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking way back, if I've had issues like with or if I've had to pretend like I respected someone who I didn't truly um I guess I've been fortunate in some of the workspaces I've been in I mean I've definitely had a few people that I don't have too much respect for that have come across like once in a while in my professional life and my perspective is always okay I you will only enter my my mind and I will only exert mental energy upon you when I need to and in no other regard. So it's like, I acknowledge you when I need to. And when I don't need to, you don't exist for me. Um, but that's probably a harsh standpoint. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll say that for me, I've been, well, in the same place that Tatiana and Werner, the 1010 where we work, I would say that I, that was a nice place for me to work because I first worked with um a really nice white girl, you know, and we had, we had a really cordial um, kind of work relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a white, I had a white supervisor and a lot of people of color, but I honestly, I think that, you know, it was, it was really a good experience for me compared to where I was working before, um, before where we worked together, Tatiana. The, mm-hmm. the the place I worked before my my immediate boss was really you know always um, kind of 
looking i wouldn't say it just it was it was a tough guy to work with and mm-hmm. everyone was saying the same thing and this was a black man but it was really tough i was always going to work very with very um anxious because mm-hmm. i'm not sure what's going to happen you know he would call me ori ori this ori that you know and then if i if he called me i'll just look at my phone and you know do the sign of the cross <laughs> because it was really bad you know oh. and I, I remember someone had reported him to hr for bullying and all of that oh, you wow. know yeah but even though nothing happened because he was a good worker but a lot of people were complaining that he was harassing them he was bullying them but I mean, it's yeah, still that's, there. That's but it was can't handle power. Yeah, it was really bad. I will tell you, and that didn't have to do with race. I was, I was a black woman. He was a black man. Most of yeah. the people that I was working with were all black, but he was really, really um, unfeeling, on empathetic, and he was a tough guy. He was a really tough guy to work with. I could go on and on about him. He was a really tough guy to work with. So that was that for me. And I, I didn't work there for. I worked there for about. I think four months, but it was mm-hmm. the most difficult four months, oh, you know, wow. of work in America for me. Well, if you want to talk through that, we could, we could, uh, leave that for the next episode. <laughs> could just be, oh, he was, he was tough. I'm Best. telling you, Tatiana, it was a really bad experience. Professional experience. experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. What I'm hearing is this all happened before we found each other, Ori. Yeah. 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 And Wayona, <laughs> because we all found each other at 1010. Mm-hmm. And then 1010 was like the, the opposite. You know, mm-hmm. there were more people at 1010. There were a lot of, there was, there were more interactions and there were, you know, a lot of good people at, at 1010. Yeah. But to yeah. your point, there are some people, you know, in like managerial positions that mm-hmm. um, can effective, cannot effectively handle that position. Yeah. It's like, it's too much for them mm-hmm. or, you know, they come in, um, expecting to really make an impact and really they're just sort of tearing down the work environment mm-hmm. like just in general that's just a reality not everyone's fit for it um mm-hmm. so i'm sorry that that has happened for you Ori. yeah and he was such a micromanager you know you would micromanage where are you what are you doing this person you know it was a lot that's so much i mean i've never experienced anything to that degree like mm-hmm. I, but i imagine like if i ever had a really intense like boss like that I would probably try to work on different ways to communicate and maybe get a feel for what their style is and kind of move in that direction so I can maybe stay on their good side and stuff. I, I like no, no, there was, there was no good way to work with him. Um, it, was, it was really, really bad. And I remember when I told him that I was, I was leaving, you know, it was like, oh, I saw that things were kind of hard between us, but I really liked you. And I was thinking we could, you know, we could work and continue to work together, blah, 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 blah. Um, if, if, if it's about me, you know, you can work in another cluster. You don't have to leave your organization. And I'm like, no, it's not about you. Cause I didn't even tell him I had to, you know, hold back all the, all the anger and all my resentment, you know, mm, or, you know mm-hmm. I, I didn't tell him because there were, there were, there were already a lot of people that had reported him to HR for different stuff. So I didn't want to add to the, you know, to the number. I'm like, no, I'll just, I'll just leave and not even pull him down. If he's going to go down, it's not going to be because of me, you know, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it was, it was not a good um, supervisor at all. 
I like that method though, of like withholding that like the anger and resentment and stuff that you feel. I feel like that can be applied across like if you ever if you're like ever have to come into contact with a difficult coworker or manager again, like you don't have to reveal any of that. You just find a way to cope with it and yeah. then when you leave you just like let it go. Well, that's what I did. I don't know if that's the best thing to do, you know, because a lot of people in America are open about stuff. A lot of people want to talk. They want you to talk to them. But for me, you know, culturally and because of my kind of personality, I'm a very sensing person. I'm very feeling. So I usually don't want someone else to attribute my name to or she reported this person to HR. So I wouldn't even report anyone to HR. I'll probably call 911 for someone. I think that's, you know... You call 911 before you go to HR? No, I wouldn't. No, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't call 911 for anyone. I wouldn't, you know, report anyone, you know. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. That it's just, you know, my own personality. I wouldn't want to bring anyone down or make anyone sad because of me. Well, Mm -hmm. the other... You also run the risk if you you know, completely lose it in the workplace on someone um, or kind of on your way out, you always run the risk that they're going to call security on you. And you don't want you don't want that to be the lasting impression. People seeing security escorting you out because you blew up on someone being like, you were, you know, like a supervisor, coworker, whatever. Um, I remember when I worked at Mass General, there was a doctor who, a uh, high up uh, physician who was like, oh, and I remember they, they called security to escort him out because I think they were really worried about what he was going to do because he was such a, I think, like a volatile human being. Oh my God. Um, I just remember thinking like, wow, that's that was your exit. Everything you did here in Mass General, that's your exit. It's like being mm. escorted by police. It's, so yeah, you, d- you don't want that. <laughs> no, but that happens all the time. Like people, you know, fire people and, you know, walk them out of the door. Especially like, if you're calling nine one one, I'm like, what no, no, no. I'm not even going to call nine one one for workplace stuff. You know, yeah. I'm just saying generally. You know, I'm like sure. maybe for a neighbor or for you know, I'm just saying generally. I I wouldn't be that person that would report someone mm-hmm. to an IR authority. That's not. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it would it would take it would take like the last option. That that means that's the last option. Before mm-hmm. I do that, yeah, definitely. But what about like sexual harassment or f- like actual like physical assault? I mean, things that are really extreme, Ori. Oh my god, that, then? that happens a lot in Nigeria. It's so common. <laughs> but you're not answering the question. Would you go to <laughs> HR then? Would I go to HR then? Hmm, that's a dicey question because. These things happen a lot in Nigeria. Like maybe there's the boss trying to do something, but even at that, you know, I wouldn't be that person that would um, report someone. You know, so I'm not the best person to ask. That's just because I'm. I don't want people to say that oh, it was Ori that reported Doctor This. Was Ori that reported that person? You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just want to be that person. Yeah, but if they harass someone after you you would know that you could have stopped it had you reported them to be in the first place and someone else experiences that trauma because you didn't say anything. But that being said, it's that's, a, that's like, not a fair it's, question, it's a Tatiana. That's not a fair question to ask me. That's true because well, it's, it's true, something you, 
handle in the moment and hopefully that never happens for you mm. so yes it for me it probably depends on the like the culture of the workplace that i'm in and like the way that things go or those like situations like that have gone in that workplace if it's not a place that's like open or like a place that like I feel comfortable in, I probably won't say anything. But if it's like more open where people communicate a lot and, you know, there's a process, people actually follow through on every step of the process, then I might be the person to say something. It does, it does degree, it depends on the degree of the harassment. Like it, it takes a lot to tip over that point. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that would go depending on like where I am. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, if you fuck up under the umbrella of HR violation, HR is going to find out. Have you reported? Sorry, bitch, but (laughs) if you fucked up, they're going to know. Have you reported anyone to HR before? Make sure that they are well informed. What did you say? I said, have you reported anyone to HR before? I haven't. No, fortunately, I've had positive work uh, work experiences um, and fairly pleasant work environments. So no, I have. I've never been in that situation. But that being said. Um, when I'm, if, if I'm angered, I see it through. Like I, I would, HR would know right away. If you did something that was a true HR violation. Yeah. I would tell them. <laughs> what about you, Wayne? Have you reported anyone to HR before? Just curious. For sexual harassment? No, 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 no. Just generally for, you know, um, any other, um, kind of hostility. It wasn't like there was a different process in that workplace. Like it's not you you wouldn't go like directly to HR. I think there was like another person you had to go through first, maybe like a media person. And mm-hmm. then like it gets higher, then it, it would go to HR status. But um, at that time, yeah, I did have to do that. But that was because like I felt like I was being like targeted for just like every single thing in the workplace where it's like I would get disciplined and like get get a warning for something that literally everybody else does and like like I had proof to show that it was something that a lot of people do and I'm like why is it just me who's getting this like discipline my record so that that to me I only did that because I was afraid that it was going to lead to me get like they were trying to fire me so I wanted to like make sure I said something Mm -hmm. yeah and just to clarify, honestly, I think, you know, if there's any form of hostility, people should feel free to report, to speak up and go to HR, you know, but it's just because I am the kind of person that I'm able to deal with stuff by myself, you know, mm-hmm. once I'm, once I step out of the workplace, I totally leave everything, you know, at work. I don't go home thinking about what happened at work. So I'm able to you know, just keep it away from my private life. Whatever is happening at work is, you know, work. I'm, I'm, I have, I have a balance. So you I, have uh, yeah, because yeah, I, don't, I don't carry it home. So it's mm-hmm. easy for me to um, deal with stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I need help on trying to learn how to do that more because yeah, I always, I try to tell myself not to do it and then it just ends up happening anyway and I can't it's like oh well, all you have to do is just like not think about stuff and I'm like it's easier said than done like mm-hmm. but it's quite, it is. it's quite easy not to think about stuff the way I do it is that I I focus on other things you know and I just intentionally tell myself you know what I'm not even bothered it's not even important you know I tell myself it's not important you know 
just leave, focus, do other things, watch a movie, you know. I, I mean, I try to do that. It's just like my main thing is like, so I have one, like one of my biggest like internal triggers is like if somebody does something to me that makes me feel not good and they, it hasn't been acknowledged that they did that thing. It's uh-huh. not necessarily an apology. It's just if they haven't acknowledged like what they've done, right. it drives me crazy. And I'm like, I just can't let it go. Like the person needs to know you like they fucked up and here's how they fucked up. If that never happens, I'm never, it's always going to be on my mind. Cause I'm like, to me, it's more like you just did a crime and you're just like walking around down the street no regards to the law nothing can touch you and everything's fine and i'm like no that's wrong i can't skipping down the road right rob the 7-eleven yep yeah yeah i just can't just let it go at that at that point and i don't i think that's something that i need to work on because like no matter how many times i like shout it out to the rooftops i people tell me all the time like oh you just gotta learn to let it go it's like that's not Mm -hmm. a normal so i'm like okay i'll do what i can to work on it yeah i think i'm in between the two of you here because um I, similar to what you said, Wayona, when someone has, has upset me, I want them to acknowledge the situation. That being said, it depends on what it is. Sometimes I, it's not necessarily like I won't rest until they know. I kind of make a, it's like a sort of mental catalog, like a library catalog. And so I think, okay, let me just make sure I've clearly gotten down what this interaction was, what they did. Let me file that away but keep that like in their file in my mind and like in the catalog of my mind. So I know, I mean, for me, if you provide me with a heartfelt apology, then I move past it. Like then it sort of washes away. But that being said, until that happens, um, no, it's, it sits in that catalog under your file name. Um, And they'll just be there, I guess, forever. (laughs) Um, but here's a question for you guys. Have you ever had, and I'm asking this because Ori, you're saying, you know, you can let things go. And I'm thinking about a specific coworker actually from years past, um, who I wanted to really punch in the face. Um, (laughs) but if you've ever had someone, you know, say some sort of, or make some sort of inflammatory remark towards you. So I say this because as the two of you know, I have said before, i do not want to have any biological children. If I have children, they would be adopted. I've stood by this for years. This is nothing new. So I remember I was hostessing, hostessing uh, excuse me, at a restaurant. I think I was maybe 22 or so. Uh, so a whole like decade ago. So you can tell how long I've been talking about adoption. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so I was talking to one of the uh, servers there. And some of us were talking about family or children. And I mentioned that I wanted to, I didn't want to have babies. I wanted to, if I, if I were going to, I would adopt them. This bitch told me I was selfish because <laughs> I have the ability to procreate. And I'm choosing not to because there are other women that have issues with fertility. And so I'm being selfish because I'm not exercising my fertility, my fertile capabilities. Mm-hmm. I swear. And I, I like, it's rare that someone throws something so obnoxious my way in my head. Like my jaw just like hit the ground like a brick. And I just remember thinking, how the hell am I selfish? Because you want me then to have children that I don't want to appease you. That's selfish to create these babies <laughs> and have them walking around knowing that they weren't really wanted. And then the fact that I want to adopt children that were abandoned as opposed to like creating kids, um, 
because that's how I choose to see my family. Yo, it's, I was so upset. And then bringing in other women's fertility issues, like that somehow has to do with me. Like <laughs> if I could give them my ovaries, maybe I'd give them my ovaries. But I mean, oh, gee. anyway, I'm getting riled up just talking about it. But the point is, she was probably uh, curious as I to- have not let that go. It's been a decade. And every once in a while, something reminds me of that statement. And I just wish I could see this girl <laughs> I could cuss her out because at the time I didn't. I just took it and I was so shocked. I don't think I really said much of anything. She was trying to argue how selfish it was. And I just remember thinking, you're such a small-minded human being. The fact that you're even speaking to me is an affront on me. Like, that's just, yeah. Anyway. But that's, that's <laughs> honestly for me, I feel like that's our opinion. That kind of thing, if it happened to me and I'm being truthful, I would, I'll feel the way you feel, you know, I'll feel really like what's our business, you know, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, I would understand that. Well, that's our opinion, you know, and I don't care. I wouldn't even engage that much. I I get angry at work. I get angry with um, people's utterances sometimes. It really (laughs) gets to me, but I just, you know, I just think that if I don't like altercations, because I feel like it's, it would, it would even weaken me i could start crying i'm i can be very emotional so i'd rather just you know leave it and not talk about it because if i'm like going back and forth with you on an issue i'm just gonna you know i'll probably eventually lose on lose that conversation you know because the person probably telling me this one i'm like "Mm -mm." so i would it would hurt me i'll let the person know that you know i didn't like that you know but it's okay but i i didn't find that funny and with my body language, many times people would say, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Sorry. Because it would just show immediately my body language that I didn't like that. But I would, I would, you know, I wouldn't remember it after 10 years, Tatiana. I promise you. There are a lot of things that have happened to me that I can't even remember anymore. You know. And I, I, I remember I've had this conversation with my sister. My sister is the kind of person that she remembers things that happened when she was six. You know, things that happened when she was like 10. So she's one person that I can always call, what happened at that, you know, and she'll, rem- <laughs> she'll remind me and remember everything, like, word for word, like, oh, and so she came in, and then she said this, and then she, he said that, you know, but I, I don't always remember those kind of things. So I feel like that's also part of the reasons why, you know, I let things go easily, because I, it's hard for me to remember things after a certain time. Yeah, yeah, I definitely understand that. I'm a little tiny bit different because I I feel like situations like that, I can see that come up in like work life and personal life where you have an opinion and you have your choices and some people may not agree with your opinion or your choice. Mm-hmm. And that difference in opinion, people aren't in life, but like if someone makes like attacks you for your opinion or your choice i feel like that comes from primarily a lack of understanding like this is your opinion this is your choice on having a family and she doesn't get why so what does she do attack and to respond to that my initial jerk reaction would be to try to help the person kind of come to the middle to kind of see where i'm coming from a little bit more like okay you don't get it here's why i'm not trying to justify my opinion or my choice to you but i'm trying to help you understand a little bit more as to why this is my opinion why this is my choice if the person is still being difficult and just either attacking or not understanding then i give up walk away i'm just like no point in engaging just let it go Mm -hmm. right and i think in america there's one thing that i you know really appreciate about 
the culture in America, and that's because a lot of people respect other people. Like people respect people's religion, people's mm. um way of thinking, people's lifestyle. You know, I can bet that the person that told you Tatiana that you're selfish, that person wasn't born in America, and I'm pretty sure that that person is probably um an immigrant, and that person is I coming think, with no, another I think she, culture. I think she was born in America. She is American. Well, from an in another. Well, maybe the person is really not American in her thinking. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of Americans understand these things. Like, okay, this is what you want to do. That's fine. Yeah, but there, are some, there are some that don't. And I think you guys are better people than I am because I swear all I want to do is just tear her down. I just want to tear down her, like, internal core. <laughs> she, just, she just feels like trash. And she just she just feels horrible about herself like like the end of dorian gray when he looks at his painting <laughs> in the end and it's just all like diseased and gross and falling apart and yeah yeah if I'm i could sorry. get her to for just for a moment to feel like that i would have succeeded <laughs> so, 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 why, better than me <laughs> so Tatiana, why do you feel that way is it because of what she said or because of how she perceived it how she is it because she said it or is it because she doesn't even understand the fact that some people don't want to have children. I think if she didn't understand, it'd be one thing. I think it's another thing to outright call me selfish and throw all this negative energy at, my, at me for a choice that I'm making that has nothing to do with her and try and make it seem as though I need to be part of, you know, the grander <laughs> human family design the way she sees fit. I just, it was, it was out of like, it completely blindsided me. I remember, mm-hmm. I guess just because I didn't. And now I think if, if, if someone said something like that to me, I would address it right then and there, but because I mm-hmm. didn't address it the way that I, I should have, or at least identify what happened. So she knew that she was just really out of line and saying something like that. I think that's why it stuck with me. That being said, I don't think about this woman on even like a yearly <laughs> basis. It's like every once in a great while, but because we're talking about this topic, I'm okay. reminded of that of that situation. But mm-hmm. I don't. This doesn't occupy my daily life by any means. But yeah. she was she was your coworker anyway, right. so it still ties into what we were what we we're talking about. Wait, was she someone who was you were serving at the table or no? No, she was she a was... waitress at the restaurant where I was hostessing. Um, but okay. I but. She means nothing here, so I don't want to keep. I don't want to give her. I don't want to like breathe life. Into the girl, let's move on <laughs> to some, to anything else, please. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's not. She's not worth the time I'm giving her right now. But yeah, you can definitely see that's that's that would be our approaches in dealing with um, coworkers that, in this case, are very difficult. I would say I, it's we come across difficult coworkers all the time and it looks like the best thing to do is to just you know not give it any sort of time of day and just like leave it be like that you can try and like kind of address the situation but there's there's only so much energy we can give these situations so mm-hmm. and if it gets if it gets really bad you know talk to someone talk to hr if you can't ignore if there is an hr too i'm like it depends on the place True. Yeah. yeah. And I think approaching a work environment with 
an acknowledgement that everyone comes from a different perspective in the sense of like life experiences. Um, because as we know, I mean, at 1010, there's so many different cultures, um, different ethnicities, different languages, um, different professional experiences that have brought everyone there. Uh, and it makes it, a, it makes it a rich environment. Um, but it's also something that just needs to be acknowledged, you know, um, when we're interacting with one another, something that we need to celebrate in one another, which, um, I mean, at least I know, like, for, you know, for us, like, we definitely try and do that. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there's different ways that we can approach this moving forward. I'm sure, like, going forward, we might get to these kind of situations a whole lot of times. So it's good to know that there's different ways to get through it as we approach our situations of difficult work environments and uh, difficult coworkers. Can we do? So, yeah, and I, and I think we should, we should just, sorry, Tatiana, I think okay. we should just all accept the fact that there would always be difficult people around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out because I know we're, we're kind of wrapping up here, but to the OGs that have been listening to us since the beginning, I just want to say thank you to them because I'm just thinking about couple friends of mine I know that have been listening to like every episode um and or I know your sister has been with us since day one so I just want to give a quick thank you to to the people that have been with us since the beginning riding out this podcast with us um we really appreciate it and I just wanted to let you know Mm -hmm. thank you all so much Thank you, guys. Um, Yes, and that concludes our session of the 1010 podcast. Um, We will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Please stay safe and have a lovely rest of your day, people. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.